This is 100.7 KPXI, and it's time for Out to Pasture, a weekly show that takes a look back at recent events in Henderson and Russ County and looks ahead at some of the upcoming events around the area. It's Out to Pasture. Now, here's Jimmy Holmes and Matt Golson. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. It's this week's Out to Pasture on KPXI 100.7 FM. I can't help but nod my head to this music. It's got a good beat. It's great. Um, I was going to mention to you that last week, you know, we introduced our, our show as being our Mother's Day spectacular. Spectacular. Which it was. The moms were spectacular. Not not us. No. The mothers. But we promised local talent, characters. We delivered. We delivered. I was home over the weekend for Mother's Day with Mom. Some of my brothers were there. And, of course, they're followers of the show, big fans of the show. My brother said, how are you going to top it when your fifth weekend of the show you've already got a spectacular so now we've got to, I guess, kind of bring this thing back down to just great from spectacular. Yeah, lower the expectations a bit. <laughs> I think that is the key, isn't it? I think that is what most people <laughs> basically expect anyway. Well, how was your Mother's Day weekend? Uh, it was great. I did deliver. We took the children, Savannah and Levi, to see my mother for Mother's Day. And uh, she couldn't get out because of my dad still, so we went to see her. We did not tie her up. No Yugoslavian Mother's Day celebration. Was not a Yugoslavian celebration. No, not this year. But next year, mm-hmm. it's on it's on the calendar. <laughs> she won't see that coming. Well, if she can get past the Yugoslavian Mother's Day and your dad can get past the uh, Romanian New Year's celebration, they're going to be in good shape. Uh, great shape. That may be spectacular. Spectacular shape. <laughs> Well, see, I took my mom to church on Sunday, which is a real event for me because it's a church I grew up in. So it's almost like a receiving line. You know, I see all my high school, even some elementary school teachers that are still there. Uh, everything but the cheek pinching goes on. It's like uh, just one after the other. It's really cool. And I'm sure your mother enjoys that. Oh, she loves having it. Having the family there. She loves it. Took her to lunch afterwards. Well, before that, I presented her with, with some flowers, some fresh flowers from Wild Iris. Brooke delivered. Of course, always does. Just as she promised. And I thought, you know, what Brooke needs down there now on her gift packages, she needs a little sticker that says, as featured on Out to Pastor. Oh, her sales would go through the roof. Ridiculous. It, it would be spectacular. <laughs> so I took Mom to lunch. Of course, there's two choices in Buna. You can do Dairy Queen. Um, or you can do the fried chicken place, local fried chicken place. Now, there is, well, there's two other. There's, there's a uh, sort of a buffet that does everything from Chinese to pizza to fried catfish. Um, that one gets a little more crowded on Sunday after church. And then there's the, the uh, sort of the Cajun gumbo shack, but it's closed on Sunday afternoon. So we landed on the fried chicken. Well, I thought it was funny after, you know, what Mom told us last week about how you never fry more than two chickens. She said, just make more gravy. So we're coming through the, the checkout line there. Mom orders up the small chicken tenders lunch, and I leaned over and said, and get her extra gravy. <laughs> <laughs> extra gravy. Extra gravy. Don't fry up that third bird. <laughs> so I took good care of Mom. And, boy, speaking of eating, we, we had the soccer team over at Kiwanis Club yesterday, or um, Tuesday, I mean, and... Uh, 18 teenage boys showed up to have lunch with us. And someone had asked the question, where is all that food going to come from? 
I acted like I didn't know any better and said basically, oh, it's going to be okay. I'm telling you, hospital staff rolled in three cartloads of enchiladas this week at Kiwanis Club. Just for them, right? For them. Wow. Man, those kids put away some food. It was, it was unbelievable. It made me worry, wonder how my mom ever survived at all. Gravy. <laughs> you, you should have brought more gravy for them. Well, you know, she told me, she said, you know, she told us on the show the advice she got from her mother-in-law, my dad's mom, about never fry more than two chickens. But she said her own mother gave some advice, too. Her own mother said, you know, if you would just cook more at lunch, you could save the leftovers for dinner and you wouldn't have to cook again at the end of every day. And my mother said, Mom, that won't work. And she said, yes, it will. Well, they went back and forth. So the next time my grandmother was in town, Mom let her cook. And she cooked, apparently, a big spread of food for lunch with the idea that she would save all the leftovers for dinner and not have cooked twice. There were no leftovers. You, you just kept eating and eating, didn't you? That's what she said. Yeah. And Mom said, she said, Mom, I told you, if you cook it, they will eat it. <laughs> you can't save it for later. <laughs> See, my house was so different. We, we had leftovers. It was like leftover city. Wow. Well, tell me this week, you had some, uh, some input for us on a new event over at the high school. You know, I was over at the school board meeting this week, and we were talking about things like new roofs and intercoms and alarm systems, and we're, uh, we're getting ready to buy a whole bunch of iPads to switch the Wiley Elementary campus over to all electronic digital media next year. No more textbooks over there. Fantastic. Um, but you had a little more... A little different report for the school that I didn't know about over at the board meeting. And this is pretty serious. Pretty the, big stuff. The stuff you're talking about is kind of lightweight, but um, this is pretty serious. Yes, the uh, Henderson High School is going to have a fishing team next year. The long-awaited fishing team. The long-awaited fishing team. And we went to the meeting. There were uh, about 12 uh, students from Henderson there. And other schools are represented. Of course, our one of our arch rivals, Carthage, mm. along with uh, Tatum, West Rusk, um, several schools, five or six schools, Garrison, different ones. And so we're the newcomer to this. But we had about 12 students, and that night I think we had about, well, maybe the most uh, amount of students of any school starting out. So, wow. of course, we're one of the bigger schools, too. But well, there's been a lot of interest here in this, though. That's true. That's true. But I think it is true that they look at the uh, grades and everything of students just like other sports. And so I've heard that. Yeah. You know, basically, it's uh, no pass, no bass. That's what I've heard. <laughs> I've also heard it referred to as the no pass, no perch rule. Right. That's less known. That's less well more, known. more of a middle school. Right. Right. And actually, it's grades 7 through 12, uh, but the majority are high school students. But a 7th and 8th grader can join the fishing team. You ha- you pair up with someone. You have a teammate. And you have to find a, a boat. If you don't have a boat and a captain, you have to find one, which we are in need of some of those. So if you have a boat and you would like to teach students how to bass fish, uh, talk to Jody Simmons. I'll throw his name out there. Or you can call me, and we, we need help with that area. Some students still need a boat. But you go out there once a month on a tournament, and they compete. Wow. It, it's really interesting. Now, they're not going to do any of this noodling, the hand fishing business, are they? Okay, if they do that, I'm out. Because you don't know what you're getting. I might come watch that. But I'm not doing it, though. <laughs> well, I'm not doing it. Because I'm like, I, I would get the wrong thing. Well, isn't it, the object there you get under the water and stick your arm up in a hollow log or something? Yeah, and you don't know what's there. And you catch whatever you grab. That's that's just not right. No, I'm not interested in that one, I can tell you. No, sure. this, this is all bass fishing. And one of the students from... I forget which school now. He just signed with the ETBU. 
their fishing team. A fishing college scholarship. Oh, in fact, there are students that I've heard about, not in this area, uh, but here in Texas, that have got scholarships worth $60,000 to be on a fishing team, like in South Carolina and places like that. Now, if you had told me when I was in high school, and particularly some of my friends, if you had told them there was such thing as a college fishing scholarship, we would have been playing I'm Not Making This Up. Yeah, I didn't know anything about it at the high school level. I knew about college, but uh, Levi found out about it. And he's been working, trying to mow yards to save up money for fishing equipment, and then he found out about this. He did purchase a kayak last weekend with his own money. And so he has been into fishing. He's trying to make money to buy fishing equipment, now this. So I think he has the fishing bug. But you're thinking that if we don't get these boats, we're going to be at disadvantage. Right. A lot of students have the boats, but some don't. And, you know, I'd hate to go to, to a bass tournament and fish off the pier. Fish off the bank somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it might work. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I, I do more catfishing, so. Well, we're going to we're gonna take a break here in a second. When we come back, we're going to have a brand new segment. We talked about this last week. We're going to have John Foster come on. He's going to join us by phone with a live remote report on the Strong Hurt Coffee Club. You believe that? I'm not sure if the show is ready for that. <laughs> Tommy Strong is, is a proud sponsor of the show. You know, he's a new sponsor again this week. New sponsor. Those guys are great down there. Oh, you know, we moved here 25 years ago. Tommy Strong was in that location at that time, right there on the square. Um, you know, it's just north of what Dave dubbed the financial district. Right. It's just north of that. And it's really just, it's really south of maybe what you'd call the medical center of Henderson. It's just right in between. But Tommy's been there for many, many years, and he's always taken care of our family. What a great guy. Well, you know, when I was growing up, my family went to the uh, Wright Dyer Pharmacy, where Cliff was at. And so when Tommy and Cliff joined forces, it was like the best of both worlds. It's like a superhero. Oh, yeah. A pharmaceutical superhero. I now, think, you know, I got word this morning, too, that Tommy's a little afraid that John's going to shut him down today with this report. So we need to be sure that we take good care of him on this thing. Make sure John understands the rules for making this report. Well, we have to give John rules, that's for sure. I think that we do. Well, let's take a break real quick and hear from some of our sponsors, and we come right back with more of Out to Pastor on KPXI 100.7 FM. Did you realize that over 85% of Americans own a cell phone, but only 40% own an individual life insurance policy? That leaves way too many families who will be unprotected if they suddenly lose a parent. That's why we'd like to also point out that 100% of state farm agents offer life insurance. So if you're in the place where procrastination just met motivation, use that cell phone of yours to call State Farm Agent Dave Powell today. Strong Hurt Pharmacy. Are you tired of waiting in line for your prescriptions? Are you tired of being treated impersonally by people who refuse to look you in the eye? Do you remember when you walked into a store and were greeted by name, a friendly hello, and a warm, genuine smile by people you have known and trusted in a lifetime? The Strong Hurt Pharmacy is one of only two family-owned and operated apothecaries in Henderson. Strong Hurt Pharmacy is your good neighbor pharmacy. 111 East Main, Henderson. Call 903-657-2545. Russ County Electric Cooperative reminds you that an air conditioner setting of 76 is recommended for economy. To increase comfort level, use fans to circulate air. Change your AC filter once a month during the major cooling season. Keep outdoor compressor coils clean and have your AC unit checked by a professional. Check your insulation and windows as well. It is Russ County Electric's goal to provide you with all the electric energy you want and need. But it's your responsibility to use it in the most economical fashion for your needs and lifestyle. 
I actually know this song. Uh, if we're on Name This Tune, I'm out. Okay, well, we won't do that. I am a bit younger than you, aren't I? <laughs> well, you know, uh, I have had a suggestion given to me by our friend Tommy Moore, yeah. the band director. I uh, saw him earlier this week, and he said, you know, maybe you should rename your show to The Sinner and the Saint. <laughs> and I thought, you know, that's a great name, but I don't know who is who. No, no, no. Well, we'd have to, we'd have to switch roles from week to week. Kind of like good cop, bad cop. There you go. <laughs> well, speaking of sinners and saints, we have a guest, right? <laughs> John Foster, are you there with us? Yes, sir. John, you are on Out to Pastor on KPXI 100.7 FM. Can you believe it? I'll have to pace myself periodically, Jamie, so if you hear a squeal, that'll be me pinching myself, okay? <laughs> you have reached the big time, my friend. Thank you. This is probably on his bucket list. Yeah, several bucket lists. I finally just gave up on it. It's been a lifelong dream, but uh, finally it's coming true. <laughs> <laughs> well, John, we are proud to have you on to uh, give us the Strong Hurt Coffee Club report, which we're hoping is going to be a regular feature on the show. Okay, thank you. My thinking, what I told folks last week was if it's happening in Henderson, Russ County, it's being talked about down there at the coffee club. Am I right? Well, probably so. In fact, sometimes it's talked about before it happens. So uh, we, we, we've got tremendous uh, for, uh, foresight and being able to see things in the future down there. Most of the problems get created and solved down there? Right down there. That's right. <laughs> now, how long has this coffee club been going on, John? Uh, I believe it started in August of 1974 when Tommy Strong and uh, Ivan Willard merged to form uh, the, the, uh, Strong, uh, Willard Strong Pharmacy. Wow. I believe it was, Tommy told me it was in August of 1974. I came on board in 80 or 81, I don't remember, so I'm probably one of the, except for Tommy, I'm probably one of the longer members there. But you're not one of the original lettermen. I'm not one of the original lettermen, that's right. I worked at the Rust County Courthouse then, and I, my duties were kept over there, kept me from going over there. Wow. If you believe that, stand on your head. <laughs> I probably didn't know about it till later. Well, most of the folks that I know that work at the courthouse, I see them more often at the coffee club than I do at the courthouse. Well, times have changed. You know, we've had a century change since then, new millennium, and things have changed. And people have exercised their freedoms more than they used to. <laughs> Well, now, John, you've worked in the law business or law-related business as a court reporter for many, many years before you retired. Isn't that right? That's right. Counting my school time and everything, is just a little shy of 50 years, probably between 47 and 48 years, yes, sir. I was telling uh, telling Matt that you and I worked on a case one time together over in one of our neighboring counties where I represented a young man who had the misfortune of delivering pizza to a, a home of a man, and he showed up a little bit later than he wanted it. And the guy got so mad he turned the porch light on him, and the kid fell in the dark and broke his leg. You remember that? I remember that very well, yes, sir. <laughs> John and I went down to examine the guy that owned the home and asked him some questions about what had happened. And when it was over, I said to John, I said, John, I don't know. I, I, don't, know if, uh, I don't know who's telling the truth on this thing. What do you think? And John said, Jamie, if you lined up ten people from this county against the wall, and you ask me which one of them is most likely to have turned off the light on the pizza boy, I could pick this guy out of a lineup. <laughs> Based on my vast experience, of course. <laughs> well, now, you, you've had a lot of experience with um, law-related jobs, but what was your first job not in the law industry, we shall say? Well, I think my actual very, very first job was in the automobile industry. Is that right? Uh, 1948. 
Who were you working for? Well, it was, I was an independent contractor. Oh, <laughs> I was five years old, and uh, my uncle, uh, who had, of course, been in World War and been in the war, and he he came home, came to business, took a couple of years after he got back, and somehow he got his hands on a 1940 or 41 Ford coupe, two-door coupe. And the back part of those coops were evidently made to be a slide, I thought. So like you see at, a, at one of these parks, you know? Yes, sir. And he just had it painted and waxed. I got up on it and slid down. <laughs> well, he caught me. And he gave me a dime not to do it again. <laughs> well, somewhere in the process, I decided to need to re- renegotiate, I guess, because, you know, a dime in 1948 was a lot of money. Well, it won't go as far as it used to, that's uh, true. It sure won't. You can't even throw it as far as it used to. But... Uh, <laughs> So any outside renegotiating, I think the next time his negotiating was probably a, a pop in the seat of the pants. So anyhow, that was the end of that story. But anyhow, uh, that was my very first time anybody gave me money for anything. So, uh, he, he was an entrepreneur. You were. Now, yeah. you, maybe you should have joined the UAW and been United Auto well, Worker. Well, I thought about deal. that. And I could have held out for uh, maybe a quarter or something. But, you know, in a quarter, in 1948, a quarter was probably a lot of money. Well... I'm afraid that job day's probably been shipped to China, John. Or, or somewhere. It's 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 been outsourced anyhow. It has. It yeah. has. But you know, for your first job, five years old, a, a oh, nickel to stay, off, stay off the car. That wasn't too bad. That's right. All right. Well, what we want to do, John, while we've got you on the show, is find out a little bit about who's been at the coffee club lately, what they're talking about. But before you launch into that, there's a few ground rules for this report we need to go over. Okay. I understand. All right. First of all, on the show, it's a family show. I understand. So no politics or religion to be discussed in the report. I understand. No crude humor. I understand. And no gossip. Well, Jamie, it's been nice meeting with you. Thank you for calling. <laughs> <laughs> we'll do the best we can. That's what I was afraid of, John. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be short and sweet. <laughs> yeah. See, because I, I know most of the characters we're dealing with on this report. I was concerned that might happen. Well, you know, one of the things I picked up from working with you is over the years, I learned how to be a filter and, you know, get the stuff out that doesn't matter, doesn't make any difference. And uh, I'm not sure who worked with whom on that, if you taught me or I taught you. But anyhow, (laughs) I think I know where you're going. (laughs) Well, tell us what's what's on the topic table down there these days. Well, Jamie, in the last few weeks, we've had a lot of things. I'm sure that you and Matt are both aware we've got a presidential uh, race going on. And that has evoked a tremendous amount of a conversation at the coffee club most days. Of course, it's winding down a little bit now. And uh, the question is now, and we didn't discuss it this morning, but yesterday afternoon it was discussed, is uh, what's going to happen between the uh, meeting between Trump and Paul Ryan this morning? I see. That was the conversation yesterday, and of course we've had a tremendous amount of conversation lately, speculation about who's going to be the vice president nominee for the presumptive vice president for the presumptive nominee. I see. And yeah, there's been lots of names discussed, but if you can think of a name that's been in politics on the conservative side, their name has probably been dropped. Any any local folks being discussed as well, potential running mates? They can't find a conservative here in Russ County. <laughs> <laughs> no, they hadn't discussed any locals yet, but we've we've probably got some that are qualified. I promise you, we do. Yeah. Well, uh, of course, we've also had. A, I guess this is still part of the same question. If it's not, well, you can stop me. We've had a lot of conversation about the ambulance situation here in Russ County, and uh, for the last well, couple of weeks, uh, and of course. 
you know, the pros and cons, and uh, it's still being discussed, although it's tapering off rather rapidly. So, you know, when there, when it was originally being discussed, we had pros and cons about a lot of people loved their previous service servicer uh, champion, a lot, a lot of support from them, and a lot of people uh, supported the East Texas Medical Center, and I, I couldn't tell you that. We didn't vote on in there, but it was... It might, it's probably close to 50-50. It might probably not exactly. But then when, the, when it came down to the way they uh, chose the ambulance services, well, I think a lot of people didn't agree with that. A lot of people thought that we should have one entity for the county and the city both, and I understand that. Well, maybe you all need to elect a delegate, John, some kind of ambassador from the coffee club to represent the views of the coffee club, go down to city hall and commissioner's court. Well, let me just share something with you. Uh, Many years ago, John Cornyn was running for Senate and dropped by the coffee club. Of course, my friend Andy Turlington was in charge then, so not in charge, but he was the one that knew how to ask the appropriate questions. And they'd been there just a few minutes, and Mr. Cornyn's uh, campaign manager says, uh, John, we need to get out of here before they endorse us. (laughs) So that's sort of what we would carry to any public or political entity in town, I'm afraid. Not a lot of influence. Yeah, I had a friend one time that said... uh, Hey, uh, uh, do you know candidate so-and-so? I need to get one of his yard signs for my yard. And I said, oh, I didn't know you knew uh, candidate so-and-so. And And he said, I don't. I know his opponent. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Uh, I understand that. Uh, And so a lot of times, uh, you know, it's conversations get to be personal things about different things. And this morning we had some discussion about grandchildren. And uh, I think uh, John Johnson had a photograph of his grandson, and, uh, and 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 that happens from time to time. People bring kids with pictures of grandchildren, and you know Tommy Strong's grandson is doing very well in track. We've had some pictures of him, and then of course uh, John Johnson and uh, William Brown just got back from from uh, Europe, and they we had some discussion about that. They had a great time. Yeah, John was telling me Tuesday night he's learned how to make baguettes. He tell you all about that yet? Well, I, I heard something about that. He didn't discuss it fully when I was in there, but I think I understand that's, that's correct. Well, I'm thinking once he gets it down to a fine art, we might have to get him on the show. Well, I think he'd be one of your uh, good baguette men. Uh, I mean, he, <laughs> he'd, be, he'd be great at that. Well, you know, y- y'all talk about a lot of serious stuff, but I know those guys there. And I know they can also tell some big whoppers. Yeah, there's been some. There's been a few whoppers told in there. What's the well, biggest one you think of lately? What's the biggest family-friendly whopper <laughs> that has been told lately? Well, lately, I mean, it's been told before. Somebody started off a comment and t- and with the remark, "I'm telling the truth about this." <laughs> so we think that was. I think that statement's been whopperized many times. <laughs> well, you know, John, I had a friend that said that growing up, he and his brother had sort of a code of honor. Yes, sir. And the code was that you could begin any story by saying, this is not a wolf story. Yes, sir. I've heard that, too. And and I don't know if that is wolf, as in wolf, a dog, or if that's some uh, uh, changed-up version of wolf, like from Little Red Riding Hood. But the code of honor was, if, if you told the story and it began with, this is not a wolf story, you were on your honor to tell it straight. Absolutely. Jamie, that may go back back when I was a youngster, uh, back in the Texas Panhandle. People would say, uh, you tell somebody something, they say, well, you're just wolfing me. So that, those two probably go hand in glove, I would be my guess. See, every week this audience is learning something. Every week. Every week. This past week, Matt, my secretary, Lisa Tao, stopped me at the office. 
And we were talking about Mother's Day. And she said, did you know, I heard somewhere the other day, she said, um, did you know that the woman that started Mother's Day ended up being against it? She heard it on our show, I didn't said, you she? You heard that on my show. <laughs> well, that's great, y'all. Are, I mean, y'all have done a great service to the community, and uh, I appreciate that. And uh, it's it's not hard to decipher what's uh, what's true. I mean, it's all true, but it's 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 not hard to decipher what's important and what's not. And best I can tell, so far, it's all been important. There you I'm go. pretty good at deciphering. So <laughs> there you go. <laughs> but you know, we 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 got a code of honor in there. You know, what's said in there stays there. And and there's there's two reasons for that. Uh, one of them is a code of honor, and of course sometimes it leaves there, and it gets it gets it's, it's sort of like a light going through a prism. It gets changed when it leaves the premises. You know, I'm sure that surprises you. But another reason it doesn't leave there, some of us people we're, we got a little dementia, and we forget what was said in there. <laughs> so that helps that helps retain the code of honor. Well, John, thanks for being on the show. We're going to have you back now on a regular basis to keep us okay. updated on what's going on. Well, thank you for calling. Well, th- th- tell Tommy thanks for sponsoring us on the show, and we hope we help his business and not hurt it. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Tommy. appreciate that. He's gone to Houston with his daughter right now, so uh, we appreciate y'all, y'all calling. Yeah, bless her heart. I hope things go well for her today. I think they will, and, we're, of course, our prayers are for, for her and her family. Absolutely. Thank thanks you. for calling, and God bless you. Thank you, John. Right, bye-bye. That is John Foster from the Strong Hurt Coffee Club. And when we said we would produce and deliver characters, there's one right in, there. In bulk. In, I mean, he he's, was speaking on behalf of a whole cast of characters. At least 68 <laughs> is what we were told. Well, let's take another break here from a couple of other sponsors, and we'll be right back with more of Out to Pastor and KPXI 100.7. Miller with Russ County Realty has been selling real estate for 35 years. She has five of the best agents in the county. They are family. Patty is a member of the Kiwanis and loves serving her community. Russ County Realty prides themselves on providing a personal and professional experience to their clients. Everyone is important to their success. Please call 903-657-7574 when you are ready to sell or buy any real estate. This is Jamie Holmes. It's been another great year at Henderson Independent School District. And I want to say congratulations to all of our kids, our teams, our teachers, staff, parents, and administrators for all their accomplishments this year. And I want to send my best wishes to this year's graduating seniors. We've had a great year because you guys have made it a great year. But you know, things don't always go your way. And if you're having a bad year because of an insurance company, you need to give me a call at 903-657-2800 or come by the office at 212 South Marshall. And we'll do our best to make it right for you. Do you think that working with a financial advisor is like trying to have a conversation in a language you don't speak? Good financial advisors will explain things to you in plain English. They should take time to make sure you understand the choices you're making and the possible outcomes. It's their job to keep you informed in a way that's clear and straightforward. Experience the difference for yourself. Call Don Howard, Jeb Howard, Micah Howard, or Charlie Hutto or stop by an Edward Jones office in Henderson. Straight talk. It's how Edward Jones makes sense of investing. Member SIPC. You know, Jamie, uh, John Foster said the coffee club started in August of 74. I hate to say this, but the coffee club is older than I am. <laughs> just a bit. Just yeah, a bit. Well, Two, three months. I was, a, I was a wee lad of eight years old. Yeah, well, we won't talk about any more of that. <laughs> I, I do want to say one thing, a quick update. Um, everyone's been concerned about the goat. Yes. Yesterday, Levi let him out of the pen early in the morning, the you, night pen. You let Levi out of the pen? 
Well, we weren't going to talk about that. Uh, yeah, Levi let the goat out of the pen early in the morning, and he almost ran him over. The goat was so excited. So, I mean, look at the good we're doing for the children, for the animals. This is a win-win project for the community. Well, I just, I just can't believe people haven't rallied behind that. Course, I know. I didn't show up either, so I can't say much. We'll, we'll keep working on this. But you're talking about win-wins. Let's talk about some Carlisle baseball. Boy, if it's springtime and the sun is shining, that means Carlisle is playing baseball. Man, right? Boy, they are good. Man, they knocked off Kearns last week. That was a huge upset. And teeing off tonight against James Bowie, game two and three. Uh, over in Harmony, that'll be a great show. Go support those guys if you can. They've played hard. Boy, what what a performance again this year. The other one you may not have heard of, a done good goes out to the Henderson High School Choir. Understand that they have earned a spot through competition to perform next year at Lincoln Center in New York City. That is that is spectacular. That is mind blowing. It is mind blowing. Congrats, guys! Congratulations to them. Of course, from that same category, we got the traditional excellence banquet coming up next week. That's right, Monday evening uh, at the Civic Center. It's tradition of excellence banquet honoring all those uh, top tier students and their favorite teachers. Boy, that's a that is a great event. It's a favorite of mine. I'm going to be gone this year. It looks like I've got a, a close close friend, nearly family kind of friend, that's got a daughter graduating from college out in california we're going to go out there on saturday she graduates on sunday and then he and i are going to start driving we're going to drive our way back have a road trip we will have a great show next week that's yes, for sure yes, we'll sir. have stories right they're going there's no telling what may come out of that one so downside is i'm probably not going to make it back in time i'll be there for the bank i'll, I'll, I'll report for you very good um that thing going on this week if you got the time guys swing by the uh Henderson Daily News parking lot on Saturday from ten to four. They're having a, a plate bake a plate and bake sale benefit the Deason family. Most of you know they were involved in just a terrible accident uh, down near Austin a couple of weeks ago, and they're trying to raise some money. The community's raising some money to help cover some expenses and out of pockets they've got. I met with them yesterday. They're such good folks and really. Well, they're having a they got well, the hands full, and they were going to state for their daughter. Yeah, going to watch their art competition. So. And uh, it's yeah. sad. This also, is, Saturday is uh, the Christian Men Job Corps. They will have a benefit uh, around Texas Bank Henderson Marketplace in that parking lot. So you have that option there, and and also a, a butterfly release behind sales I Saturday morning. This. Yeah. So you could actually go down the strip and have at least three big events and support all of them in a great way. Uh, they take donations as well. You don't have to eat everywhere, but just show up and support them. Yeah. Well, those are all great events. They are. Um, also want to mention over at the Henderson Civic Theater next week, they got Grace and Glory starting up. Actually, starting tonight, runs this weekend. Uh, you can catch that performance on Friday and Saturday night, uh, tonight and tomorrow at 7.30. If you miss that, you can catch the matinee at 2.30 on Sunday. That ought to be a good show. I think so. They do a great job down there. We're so blessed to have that theater. Yeah, it really is something. It's a great old place. Uh, Charlene Ham, Fran Offer to be starring in that one, directed by Hope Higgins. Ought to be a great show. And speaking of theaters, I was at the Henderson Movie Theater. I didn't see Moon Pie Bites, so I think we need to call in. I think. And check on that. I think there's an opportunity there. So that may, might be the next week or two. We'll check that out. We'll check and report back, back, fellas. All right, guys. That's our time this week's edition of Out to Pastor. We'll see you next week. I think it was done good. 100.7 KPXI. See you next week. <laughs>